What's good everybody and welcome back to another episode of Sean Speaks. We're in a world full of opinions. This is just what our I share minds. Now if you guys remember um, we're talking about my experience with God, how I got started with my journey, my basic upbringing and my opinions on church as a kid and how I developed into the man that I am today. So just a quick recap. Um, where I left off was I was about to repeat the seventh grade and uh, this was the first time I prayed a prayer to God like a heartfelt prayer and I ended up passing the seventh grade and being able to go to the eighth grade and that's really where I began to understand the power of prayer so fast forward to high school you know what I'm saying Um, and this is where I believe my relationship began to grow with God even more so throughout high school right I dated different chicks, but um, only one girl family actually took me to church with them. And uh, it kind of seemed like a prerequisite to see their daughter on Sunday, especially when my mom didn't want to pick me up and drop me off from her house. So her family uh, would say if I wanted them to pick me up or come over to see their daughter, then I got to get up and come to church too. Now, if you listen to episode one, you know my backstory and my relationship with God and how I just prayed to him in seventh grade and he got me progressed to the eighth grade. You think I'd be jumping at the chance to go to church, but I still wasn't. And church still seemed boring to me as a young man. But, you know, I was, I was trying to see my girl, you know, outside of school. So, you know, I could be cuddled up with her and whatnot and, you know, be able to kiss and hug on her. You know, stuff that you can't do in school. So, you know, I agreed to um, go to church with them. So I get up and get dressed early in the morning. And I mean early, you know, black people got to be at Sunday school and then they got to stay the full church service and then they got to hang out afterwards, LOL. <laughs> but um Honestly, I felt like I was there for a lifetime, but it was it was actually worth it because I was seeing, you know, my girl, you know, I want to see my baby and I want to spend time with her. So <clears throat> going to church wasn't such a big deal. And uh, I actually believe this is where I start falling in love with sermons, the sermon aspect of churches, you know, the message. And uh, instead of the singing, like everybody likes the songs and the dancing and stuff. But for me, um i typically like the messages i like the wisdom that's imparted from the um pastor you know what i'm saying even though her church the pastor seemed long-winded and it's like talk forever i still actually enjoyed it so uh yeah that's where i kind of started learning that i enjoy sermons and i actually started trying to figure out um what the bible was more about so me and her, you know, we would date throughout high school and I would continue to go to church with her family and whatnot. And it would it would be a good time. So uh that'd be my relationship with God until I got to college, like just really hanging out with her and then going to church with her and her family and listening to sermons that way. So, like I said, fast forward into college. Uh, my freshman and sophomore year honestly flew by kind of quickly, but in the midst of those two years, I felt like I had life-changing experiences that really um, helped my relationship with God evolve even more. And I say that because um, <clears throat> me and her had a couple of differences 
throughout, you know, college with our relationship and stuff, you know, uh, transforming from teenagers into young adulthood, there's a lot of changes in mindsets and you're, you're, you're experiencing a lot of different things. And, uh, yeah, I get some more details about the relationships and how that stuff happened in another episode. We don't, we don't keep this about God. But anyway, uh, my sophomore year of college, me and a young lady, you know, uh, we kind of had a bit of an on and off relationship. I know we had broken up our freshman year due to, you know, differences and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> Moving back into my sophomore year, we had begun to, like, start talking a little bit more and stuff like that. And then... Uh, Somehow we end up, I want to say breaking up, but yeah, so we, we end up breaking up and being on and off. And then I, all I know is I had a lot of time on my hands, you know, since me and her weren't dating and uh, I kind of wasn't, we weren't into the same things and we didn't kind of hang with the same crowds all the time. Um... But during my sophomore years, I had kept being invited to Bible study um, by this guy I kept seeing on campus. But, you know, I would always keep telling him, no, like, I ain't trying to go sit with y'all people in no circle and read the Bible. Like, that, that really didn't seem that interesting to me. Like, granted, I did like sermons and going to church sometimes, but I wasn't really trying to, you know, go to no bible study in college you know when you're in college you're trying to kick it have fun meet new people you know drink go to parties and stuff like that at least that's where my mindset was at the time but anyway so the same guy um caught me one of these days and he actually had convinced me to actually come to a bible study and the bible study actually wasn't that bad to me like i actually enjoyed it um but at the end of the Bible study, he had, you know, pulled me aside, talked to me a little bit, told me about who he was, asked me a few questions about who I was, and, you know, got to know me a little bit deeper. So before we parted ways, he was like, um, I got a challenge for you. And I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? What type of challenge you talking about, my man? Like, we just leave in a Bible study. What, what, what type of challenge you got for me, G? And uh, he was like. He had this challenge called the Berean challenge. Um, apparently, it was a challenge where you read the Bible for like 30 minutes a day. And uh, for me, like I said, I wasn't really into Bible studies and all that type of stuff. So 30 minutes for me seemed like a lot. Now, y'all might not think it's a lot, but for me, it was a lot at that time. Um, but yeah, so I knew I wasn't going to commit to 30 minutes. So on my own free time, I would begin to read maybe a proverb a day. Um, proverbs is actually has become my favorite book in the Bible. If y'all don't know what a proverb is, all it is is a wise saying. And I like these proverbs simply because um, depending on your perspective and your mind, they can mean different things. So it helps you to think outside the box. And once you get around other people, y'all can kind of bounce ideas off each other and it can open you up to a different possibility of what it meant and then it can actually help you see something a little bit deeper so anyway um i would read a proverb a day and um that's how i began to get my 30 minutes like it didn't start off at 30 minutes at first 
it was probably just reading one proverb a day then moving on to two and then before i know it i actually start reading like maybe four or five a day and then taking notes and highlighting and stuff um so quick tip uh with the bible if you're like me and you didn't want to start reading a full 30 minutes just start in small increments and like i said i think proverbs would be a great place to start because it's wise sayings and it gets you to start thinking wonder like hmm i wonder what that can mean or you might even find something that speaks directly to you that you can relate to in your life immediately so like i said don't don't be intimidated by reading the bible just start off small make sure you pray and ask god to enlighten the scriptures for you and he'll definitely start to have things make sense um but yeah like i was saying i would read a proverb a day and then it progressed to maybe four or five a day or four or five in one sitting and sometimes i would wind up reading the bible for more than 30 minutes just because i was actually starting to enjoy it so at this point in my life i really started to sense a change in myself like I became more patient um if anybody knew me as a younger man at the age of maybe 16 up until my early college years like 21 22 people could tell you like yeah sean sean had a temper like he wasn't low-key and chill like he is today like he was really about that life and i really was but like i said once i start reading that bible and proverbs something really start happening and i can't really credit to anybody but god like reading those proverbs um started to make sense to me um i know they had a couple about anger and how anger can lead to even worse things and so forth and so on and i don't know something just started to click and my mind just started to work a little bit differently it was like god gave me a new set of eyes and a different mindset and i know that might sound cliche and people might say that a lot but um i didn't believe it either until i experienced it for myself so god can change you and god can give you a fresh perspective on things you'll be made into a new creature as certain scripture says um now don't get me wrong i'm not saying i just changed overnight and got rid of all my bad habits or ways of being from just reading the bible that quick um i did still have certain bad habits you know what i'm saying but I could tell that I was in the middle of a transformation period of my life. So back to the college thing, you know, during this period, you know, me and a young lady that I had originally, you know, broke or we had taken a break or broken it off, broken it off or whatever you want to call it. We started, you know, flirting a bit again. You know, once you got that chemistry, it's kind of hard to break it, um, especially if you, you know, really vibe with somebody. It's a little bit difficult to really cut those ties off. And uh, that talks about soul ties and so much more, which is another thing that I want to talk about y'all, uh, talk to y'all about in another episode, though. Um, I might make that into a series because soul ties are real and relationships are real. And I got some information that will really help y'all with that as well. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? We start hanging out, you know, joking, flirting a little bit. And to be honest, I enjoyed it. Like, I missed her at that time. It's we was together for a long time like shit like i said through high school through my freshman year that's like three four years of my life you don't just you know raise somebody after three or four years of having them in your life and vibing with them and you know bonding so 
yeah, I, I enjoyed us talking again. I, I think she enjoyed it too. Um, if you know me, you know which girl I'm talking about. But yeah, I don't need to say no names. But yeah, at this point, I think we were about 20 or 21. I, I, I can't remember for sure. But the next time guy really showed up for me um, was the night of her birthday. And... I know she remembers that night because that night was, uh, it got pretty chaotic and it was kind of different for lack of a better word. That's the only way I could put it. It was really, really different. But anyway, I, I'll give you a, a quick synopsis of my perspective. Now, you know, they say there's two sides to every story, his, hers, and then what really happened. So yeah. So from my perspective, um, it was the young lady's birthday, you know what I'm saying? We uh, were at this restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Her, all her friends were there. A few of my friends were there, you know what I'm saying? And this dude that showed up, this dude that I did not like, bro. Like, I did not like him around my chick. And you know, fellas, how you can tell what dudes be on, just like chicks can tell what um, girls be on. So they be trying to say we paranoid, but nah, I'll be, I'll be knowing. And it's a lot of other stuff that went in the behind the scenes with that relationship and that story and that whole thing. But like I said, this is about God. So we ain't going to get into all that. We might get into it when we start talking about relationships and stuff like that. Just because I got some advice from the situation itself and um, how to maneuver through life and, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, it's her birthday. We ha she having a dinner do show up you know what i'm saying so i was low-key <laughs> not low-key high-key like livid and uh the tension from the room could have been cut with a knife like i know that sounds cliche but like you could literally sense a change in my energy and just like the energy in the room once dude showed up to that dinner so anyway the dinner we got through the dinner it was one of the probably most awkward dinners of my life and just being there especially on her birthday and so one of her friends decides you know to have an after party you know to keep celebrating her um since it's her birthday which you know is cool you want to have dinner then have some drinks you know continue to have a good time so we get to her friend's apartment and then not too long after dude shows up too so in my mind, I'm like, who invited this nigga? And then everybody claiming, oh, I don't know how he found out. Or, I don't know, he just showed up. And it sounded like a bunch of BS. Like I said, we're just going to have to get into that in another episode. Because, <laughs> boy, mm -mm -mm. But anyway, honestly, the night kind of went to hell in the handbasket, like, quickly. Um, the friend I had there left with me because, you know, I was mad at some things that transpired that night um, at that apartment during a little kickback or whatever you want to call it. So, like I said, me and my homie left. We went walked back to my apartment because it wasn't too far from where we were at. And uh, that night, I remember I was so pissed off and so livid that... After sitting in my apartment for a while, I got to thinking like, oh, no, nah. these people got me fucked up. Like, I can't believe they just tried to pull that shit. You know what I'm saying? So 
I'm literally about to head to camp campus because she still lived on, on campus at that time to her dorm, you know what I'm saying? So I'm really about to go to this dorm and, you know, give these people a piece of my mind. Um, so, yeah, at this point, I get up, I walk out the apartment, you know what I'm saying, lock it up, and I'm walking down the street, and I just got these pissed off thoughts in my mind, just thinking about how I'm about to handle it, how I'm about to tell these people about themselves and this and that. And literally, I bullshit you not, I get to the middle of the street, and all of a sudden, I hear like this voice in my head. I know it had to be in my head because it's, it's two o'clock, almost probably to around two or something in the morning. Nobody else is outside, but the voice was like, what are you doing? Like literally, like a loud audible voice in my head was like, what are you doing? And all of a sudden, a calm like literally came over my body. And I know we hear about these experiences of things coming over us and just this peace. And like I said, I really didn't believe all these stories about things like that happening until it happened to me. And then I stopped, I did stop dead in my tracks. And I began to turn around and I went home. So long story short, I really believe that was God talking to me. I believe, like I said, I had started studying Proverbs and these different Proverbs about anger leading to like destruction and stuff like that really start playing through my mind. And had I not planted those seeds in my mind, I don't think they would have taken root and I would have made the better decision to not go to campus or the better decision to not address that situation that night because things could have got real messy really quick. Um, I could have got in trouble with campus police, um, security, you know what I'm saying, or anything else. I could have made a complete fool of myself. Um, even more than I did when the situation transpired that her friends kicked back. So, yeah, that that was my next my next real experience with God. Like he, I felt like he had my best interests at heart. I felt like my emotions was in the right place, but I was expressing them in the wrong manner. And God saved me from a situation that really could have been life changing for me. Like I said, I I was mad, and you know when you're mad, you don't think. And you just act, and an instant act can literally change your mind in any situation. So, um, my next thing about God, for anybody out there wondering who he is or um, wondering how to get closer to him, I would say to continue to read the word. Um, our subconscious um, takes heed to the things that we put into it. And if you not putting good things into your mind, whenever you're in situations, you won't be able to pull anything from it. That's going to lead you to a better decision. So fast forward to the next day. Uh, me and a young lady broke up. And this time I feel like it was, it, you know, it definitely was final because we ended up breaking up. And then a lot of things transpired after that. And I ended up moving back to Kansas City. And after moving back to Kansas City, that's when the next phase of my life and my experience with God would start. So, yeah, we're going to get into part three next time. Um, thanks for tuning in, y'all. I hope that y'all getting something from my messages and my story. Um, I hope that you guys are getting to know me a little bit better. And 
if you can relate or if you need advice about anything definitely reach out man i'm definitely willing to talk i'm definitely willing to share anything that i can about my experience to help you with something that you may be going through but until next time i'll holler at y'all later peace